everyone. Welcome to Auto Media Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Kelnedia Family Vineyards. The Kelnedia Family Vineyards has owned vineyards and been involved in the Margaret River region for over 30 years. Kelnedia Family owns several premium vineyards across the region, produces the Rosabrook, Bunkers, Kelnedia, Bramble Lane, and Brian Fletcher's signature wines under the watchful eye of Chief Winemaker Severine Logan. In recent years, the family's expanded their portfolio to include a range of wines from Italy in conjunction with their Italian producer partners. The Calnegia family's philosophy is to produce fruit-driven, elegant wines that are a true reflection of the vineyards they come from with an uncompromised commitment to quality. Check them out at www.cfvwine.com.au. This week, episode six, we have a guest, Mark Coulson. Simon, How thanks for coming today. Oh, mate, wouldn't, Mark, mi- wouldn't miss it. <laughs> G'day, Mark. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Great to hear. So, um, off the bat, what's been happening this week, guys? Well, it's been a big week, Mark. Um, I've got a new motorcycle jacket that has a uh, built-in airbag system. It looks very bib. The- and when I say bib, I mean the Michelin Man bib. Yeah, it's well. You've seen it non-expanded. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just me that makes it look expanded. I, I I can't comment. But anyway, it's got a lanyard which attaches to the motorcycle, and if I were to leave the motorcycle in a you know a hurry, possibly airborne, it uh, deploys an airbag system throughout the jacket at 0.5 of a second, and um, protects your spine and your coccyx goes right down underneath you and comes up around the side of your helmet, um, so sort of brace your neck against your helmet, and um, I haven't tested it. <laughs> well, um, I've, I've watched the videos. Yeah, okay, fair call. But, um, you know, it's a good thing, and it's a summer jacket, so it's, it's ventilated, uh-huh. and, uh, it was, you know, it's 10 degrees tonight. I've just ridden out to a uh, outer Perth suburb called Wandy to see my parents, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm cold. I'm still cold. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you your... saw uh, Simon turn up this evening. Tell us what you thought of the motorcycle you arrived in. I thought there was going to be a Domino pizza getting delivered. Uh, look, uh, folks, I bought a Honda Monkey, and uh, they're a cult. I've always thought that was what you described the person that rode them. Well, you see, no, you see, you've got, if you've got a Honda Monkey, <laughs> you spank it. <laughs> you meet uh, the nicest people on Hondas. You do. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a gorgeous thing. It goes like stink. Great colour. Yeah, it's beautiful. What size motor something like they got? Uh, 125. Uh, ABS braking really? on, the, on the front wheel, yeah, and um, four-speed gearbox, one down, three up. Um, you know, very competent little thing. Great, amazing reviews on uh, YouTube. Yeah. A manual gear? Or yeah, manual gearbox. You got a clutch. A, a, just a real motorbike. Where, where, did you bring the pizzas from Domino's? Or? Look, uh, it was tempting, but I'd have to charge you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, folks, this week I have done a few Kari stuff, you know, like I've the Yaris went in for a software update. Really? Yeah, it's what does that mean? I get it, I know. Like they I got a phone call saying because it was in a VIN number range, the overboost sensor was too sensitive or something, so something had to get done there. Um wow. I don't notice any difference from when it went in to when I picked it up and you know what? If they did nothing, I wouldn't know. Where'd you take it in? Nedley? I took it to the shabbiest Toyota dealership in Australia. Where? Nedlands. I love those guys. Yeah, look, don't get me wrong, great customer service, but the building, uh, considering where it is in Australia, surprising, yeah. you know. It'll end up like Chelly's, so it'll be a 20-storey building. Yeah, absolutely. They're building one on the other corner. 
some where that furniture store was. Some scrupulous yeah. real estate agent will get in there and sell it. Yeah, totally. But yeah, Totes. I've no doubt. The um, <laughs> so yeah, that that got done this week. Um, three, five, six. I cannot get this car back on the road. It's all done, right? Who's, who's got it? K Tech. Yeah. The boys are doing a good job. Keep me up to date with everything. We just can't get air filters. It uses a very specific size K and N filter because of the um, filter stacks I've got on my Webers. Mm-hmm. Just can't find any anywhere at the moment. So it's actually pantyhose is the I, answer. I was going to use an old sock. Yeah, right. Yeah, old but pantyhose. I do have to come up with a solution because I am running out of time before a couple of events that I've got that car locked in for. I've got the Porsche Club WA Concourse and Celebration of Motorcar that the. Uh, you can't put socks on it to drive around? I will. In, if I don't get an outcome before, then I will do so. Yeah. It's not like I'm busting myself to – I don't have another car to drive. The um, But I would actually like to – I've got to do quite a bit of prep work and drive it, you know, yeah. to get it ready for the events. I miss driving it too a lot. Um, also, at the same time, Shane Cadell, he is a listener, lives down in Bridgetown, inherited hmm. his dad's 356A that he was brought back from hospital in when he was born. Oh, I know Lovely guy. Car. Is it yeah, grey? No, no, it's red. It's a um, oh, yes. signal red yeah, yeah. 356A. It's actually only about, mine's a B, right? But it's his is the end of A and mine's a start of B. And our cars are only about, I think, about 600 numbers apart on the chassis numbers. So they're not very far apart on the production line. So, yeah, uh, we went, oh, the family went down there a few months ago. Not true. Longer than that. Maybe six months ago to Bridgetown for the garden weekend where they have the open gardens around the sub around the whole of mm. Bridgetown. People open their gardens for people to come look at. Went down there, met up with him and his family. I good. used to be on the council for the open garden scheme in Australia. Is that right? Yeah, years oh, ago. Amazing. Yeah, so um yeah, so Shane's car was in getting some work done to it. He's planning on driving it to Queensland. Because um, that's where his dad has been when his dad passed away. That's where he's buried and that's where he grew up, all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be a pretty interesting trip. Mm, mm, what else? Time of year for that. I don't think he's doing it. Um, In summer. Yeah, I don't think he's, that's the plan. I think he's going to be waiting for a bit till he goes. Um, and I'm going to have a crack at doing some paint correction on the 356. <laughs> well, it's got paid in the 80s. It's got, look, the car looks good from a metre away. And you know what it's like when you're at your own no, cars. It, it looks good all the time, Mark. I, I Leave well alone is my advice. Yeah, mate, I'm going to have a crack, don't I? But what does, so you say, the enemy good, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> so you, you know, paint correction, what does that comprise of? Is it clay bar stuff? And No, I'm, I'm getting the machine out, mate. I'm using paste. Okay. I've I got to say, and I, I won't go in the advertising section of the podcast, but I use a guy out in Malaga and he is a wizard. Is that right? He does some amazing stuff to some of the cars, well, all the cars I give him. Uh, I've got hmm. a Bronco out there. It's been out there for a few months. He sort of does it on the side. Um, it's also because it's about 47 square kilometres of metal work on a Bronco. Yeah. yeah, I can show you a picture from but he's done them. Yeah, if you get them done properly, it's better than painting them because they look yeah. preservation. And, yeah, um, yeah, much and better. Just and and I, look, I don't want to paint my car again. Like, put way, my, when my car gets repainted in the future, right, oh, look, it's not original paint, right? So, and the paint is, at the moment, six to seven out of ten, right, because That's of its age. Good. Yeah. And um, But the swirl marks just irritate me so much because of, you know, it's mm. got 30 years of, you got to remember, these cars are only worth something in the last 20. 
Prior to that, everything was done on the cheap on a 356 because the cars weren't worth anything to anyone, right? So, you know, the – I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll have a crack at some areas which I know are particularly bad on the I'll, car. I'll give you Harris's number for when you cock it up. And you yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like re- emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like right now I should be listening to people with more experience than me, but I'm not going to. I'm going to have a go. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. Um, well, it keeps the people that, are, that we want to use more available. Yeah. For when Indeed. Yeah, but but <laughs> here's, here's to Mark's paint <laughs> correction. <laughs> I would say his name, but I don't want him to be too busy. Yeah, yeah fair cop. Um, also, this evening, I was at the Crown Towers catching up with some family friends that are staying there for the weekend from out of town, and there was a stream of cars that every one of them was a stop and look at. The idea was an Aventador. Uh, oh, that'll be that Lawrence guy, won't it? I don't know if it – I don't think so. There was, Like I said, there's a stream of them and it was right. various parties of, wow. you know, people. Like there's a stunning blue current, you know, new generation Bentley GT convertible. Oh, this yeah. thing was unbelievable. It was top down, the leather in it was just cracker, you know. Um, Simon and I are of an age that we would aspire to have one of those, wouldn't we? No. I do. I, they I'm almost there. Just leave me cold. Really? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. And you know what? Bentleys now that were made in the early 2000s, are, you know, they're good for scrap value. It's expensive scrap still. I'd oh, say. no, you know, early Continentals and... Stick a barra, get a barra converter. That's right, get a barra converter. <laughs> in fact, barra the world, Max. Barra the world or LS the world. <laughs> you know, there's so many stories about, um, you know... The electrics going going absolutely haywire on those things and never to be repaired. Yeah, look, yeah. but look, you know, it's that, that's the car. But as a as a tool of luxurious wafting down the road, under warranty, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. the only way to buy one of those. Yep, yeah. yep. You wouldn't go near one otherwise. Oh, yeah, I've got a warranty story if you want it. Let's um, hear it. Well, it's got an e hybrid K, and it was one of the first ones that came out. And uh, how old is that? So it's an 18, so it's just turned three, three years and one day. Yeah, so, <laughs> conveniently and, enough. And um, I hate it around town because it is so heavy, but in the country it is just unbelievable. Might be like a yeah. Sherman or yeah, like uh, my, a tank, I, wouldn't my it? Previous, I had a 911 Turbo, uh, 9972, and I think the 80 to 120, it, it, it's the same speed. Right? Yeah, okay. The overtaking speed. Overtaking speed, yeah. And, um, and I sent a clip. She wanted a new one. You talk to Sweeto or Marco, and it's like, yeah, 18 months or 14 months, 12 months. So, uh, extend the warranty, clear, extend the warranty. Oh, nothing ever goes wrong with it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> day before she extends it, so she pulls out in the driveway, it's three years and one day old, it stops. Really? Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, that Porsche warranty, 1700 bucks or whatever it is. Take it. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> up to 15 years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Up to 15? 15 years old, yeah. So there, that's an amazing product. So then there's another product placement I should be getting paid here. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so you can buy like any, um, I think the IMS cars are out of that period. Yeah, they definitely yeah. would be. The last of 997s with the IMS problem, was that 07, 08, yeah, some of that? Yeah, so they're, just, they're still just in, yeah. So, um, no, no, 997, there's no 991 IMS issues. 
Uh, nine and seven, still not 15 years old, though, is it? You can get an 08, so you can run it up to Yeah, yeah, you might be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so that, the, the reason I got that 997.2 turbo was the guy traded it in because he couldn't get the warranty on it at seven years. And it came in, I, goes, and I said, Sweet, oh, listen, I really want it. I'm going to get one of those 15-year warranties. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, mate, hit the internet. Because it had been launched a couple of days before in in uh, the UK. And he goes, you're right. So I just re-warranted it. Beautiful. 997 turbos are a... Um... Point two, yeah. So a good sign the car's about to go up is when I've just sold. So I, I sold it. I think, um, <laughs> eight months ago. Oh, you, oh, you've just sold that car, have you? Yeah, I bought a... Um, I've got a, a slot for a GT3 Touring. Nice. Which may or may not happen. It's um, a nice blue one in the, in the. I just saw it on the way home tonight, sitting in the yeah, showroom. Not no, it's not a touring. It's got... I reckon I've been too. Some guys have been in there quick and put their 40 grand down, and um, I haven't. But I, I bought a um, 991.1 GTS. Oh, stunning car. Love it. Manual or all? Um, no, no, PDK. PDK yeah, yeah, it's even better in my opinion for I that like, type of car. One of the best cars I've ever had, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um, great, great. Like, of the 911 range, the GDS is the pick for me. Like the turbo, it's just too capable. It's, it's too much car. Yeah, it's exactly right. You, you just run out of road every time you put your foot down. There's, you, like, if you live in Germany or somewhere where you've got the autobahn, I get it, right? Yeah. But, you know, country WA, even that car, you know, we got some big open roads, but my goodness, is that a lot of car? I, I've got the same problem with my Honda Monkey. I reckon you would have. Yeah, yeah. There's too much monkey for you. It's too it? much monkey. And not an off-road. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fact, you've got a choice with a Honda Monkey. You can go off-road. Yeah, okay. I did notice the tyres look semi-off-road. <laughs> that's, that's why you've got the airbag jacket for Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. The actual, the, those cars, oh, sorry, cars, those motorcycles do make me think of Bali a lot. Mm. You know, how and many pizza. of them you do see yeah. over there, you know? It's as close to Bali as you're going to get for the next few years. True. Yeah. Mm. Simon, what, what, about, what car actions happened this week? Um, Besides much, the motorbikes. Yeah, not much car action. We, we actually had t- uh, two nights at Crown this week. Um, my wife bought some sort of package thing and we hung out at the Twin Towers and very, very fancy pants. It was good. I drove there in my Suzuki Swift. Parked yeah, good. at the forecourt. Yeah, good on you. Valet parking. Yeah, still there. The guy was so <laughs> grateful. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, thank God, another no, no, bloody Lamborghini. I couldn't. <laughs> my knees are killing me. I couldn't believe how many Land Cruisers were parked out the front of the joint. <laughs> there must have been you know, twenty. You know, Lambo. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> there must have been 25 Land Cruisers all lined up outside of the forecourt. Yeah. Uh, not much car action. Um, haven't bought or sold anything. I spoke to the guys in, uh, you know, the ever-ending saga, never-ending saga of my Lotus XL in the UK. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, the UK, yeah. yeah, I bought a – all the listeners know this, but I've got a Lotus XL in the UK that I'm bringing out and I'm having it fuel injected. It's been bringing it out for a year. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a year by the time it gets here. But anyway, the chips have arrived. They're going to take the motor and gearbox out and put the high-pressure lines in and fuel inject it. So uh, he said it'd be about two weeks. But uh, you don't be surprised if we're still saying this in two months. Two lotus weeks isn't two That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a world expert in rugby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he knows what he's doing. Yep. If only he was a world expert in lotus. Oh, he is. He is, Mark. He is. Runs oh, rugby a, the town. Right, that's where, he, that's where it all happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, other than that, very little. Um, I had a guy who's a car collector in, in Perth, come and look at the uh, Volvo 123 GT. I should yep. announce her on that tomorrow. 
I contemplated buying a, a Volvo 122S wagon. They call them combis. I know the ones. I saw uh, one with a uh, all chromed up with the roof racks and everything the other day on the road. VO number plate, just VO, VO. It's for sale at the moment, 25 grand. And I, I just, can't remember the number plate. I don't recall. Oh, you'd remember this number plate. Yeah, if it VO. was just VO, I would yeah. remember, and I don't think that well, was I did this probably only... Two or three in Perth, so well maybe well maybe yeah. it is, but it's lowered. It's on. It's got seventeens on it. No, it's not this and car. This had original like steelies on it. The one right. I saw. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I talked myself out. Of, talked myself into that, and then I talked myself out of that. As yeah, well you'd be very very proud of me. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> you do, aren't you? Okay, ha ha. But he does have a one two three. Uh, sorry, uh, two four two GT that I'm sort of lusting after. He's trying to buy a house, and I might just catch him at the right moment. Yeah, but this okay. is a, I think it's 130,000 kilometre from new uh, 242 GT. Yeah, yeah very yeah. nice. That, yeah. Oh, definitely. What colour? Is it silver? It's They're all silver. silver. Are they all silver, are they? Yeah. I tell you what, speaking of that style of car, mm-hmm. I came across on a Instagram feed the other day a car I haven't seen for ages, and that was one of those Bertone gold Volvo two-door things. Oh, What's two, that thing? 262. 262, is it? 262C, yeah. Yeah, I've not seen one for years on the road, and I felt like I'd see them at least two yeah. or three times a year. I yeah. just don't see them anymore. Alice, get an Alice swap. Into exactly. And peel that vinyl roof off and paint the whole thing white. Right. <laughs> they are. Then they look good. Other than that, the blockiness doesn't work as two tones, gold and black. I actually think black. the roof line... Ratio to the waist though is too low. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, it looks but it looks like it's been you know tier one or something. Yeah, but mess with it, like you know, hot rod it like you're suggesting, Mark. Yeah. Bloody good thing. I just I've, I've always admired them, but never bought one because of that punty interior with a button. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, mm. haven't you owned Maseratis? Yeah, what the mm. Citroen? You going to call it a Citroen or a? No, you know, just a, no, but so, you know, just so no, I just the um. I sort of remember the Ghiblis and the Shamals all had that same sort of, you know, the bi-turbo cars back in oh, the yeah, 80s. Cool, yeah. They all had that same sort of interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in that guy in New York, Mr. Enthusiast, he's just got a Chamal and it's got a, that big cushiony yeah, seat. Yeah, buttony seats in them, yeah. The, actually, the scariest car I've ever driven in my life was a bi-turbo. Yeah. You know, because it was just clearly modified and I was asked to um, – I was asked to um, nice one. I was asked to uh, do some dash work on it back in the early, in the nineties, right? Yeah. And I had to te- as I went out to test drive the car. This is back in the days where you go to the international you, airport. You've probably driven it more than the owner then. If you got yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but this thing went from you know turbo lag yeah. to absolutely madness, m- craziness in a second. You know, it went. Yeah. And I, I just remember going like this down the road, sliding down the gravel oh, off the side of Horry Miller Drive towards the International Airport because yeah, I was working out in Welshpool thinking, I'm going to hit something here, I'm going to die. And this happened at about 130 k's an hour, you know, and all I can think of is there's federal police around here a lot, you know, because I was right near the airport. <laughs> Didn't get done. It was just a miracle I survived it. So yeah, you were on drive. dry bitumen and you booted it and yep, it just and the whole go. thing just started just spinning like a cyclone going down the road was it was it gravelly or was it just full on just madness it was crazy like it probably went from 4000 to 8000 rpm in a second would right. be the only way to describe what happened i completely lost the grasp of reality 
of what happened at that moment in time. Now, to put you things start in sobbing. I I I, I stopped. <laughs> no, there may have been a little bit of wee, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little sprinkle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just as the car stopped, and I realised it wasn't upside down, and I wasn't, you know, you were still employed. Yeah. That, well, yeah. I was the only person in the car. Thank Christ. But my goodness. But to give you an idea, I I was. I had to be approved and sign off on all the WRC rally cars in that era. You know what I mean? Right. So I know what a powerful turbocharged car was capable of doing. Mm. This thing just blew the top off my head. I don't even know what was going on with it. I think at the end of this episode, every Maserati's owner's going to be out buying Simon's airbag jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, and they should. Yeah. Yeah. All four of them. All four owners. Because <laughs> that's all that's left. Two that are running. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, you know. Car has to be running to be dangerous. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, fair. So I've never had a running Maserati. Let's put Is it that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all hope, but no reality. Now that, that uh, yellow Maserati Ghibli I just showed you a photograph of was Brit Eklund's car, and her, I had the original license papers. Um, it said Brit Marie Sellers. And um, you she can't was tell this story to, on the podcast again. Yes, I can. She, anyway, she was, she was <laughs> married. Everybody does it. We brought up once. So I had to edit it out. Fisco, can I tell you? <laughs> I'm just into this car. This car's life. Just wait. He just wait. Brett Eklund's car, and then it's Simon's car. It's going. What have I done wrong? <laughs> anyway, um, she, my mates used to sift the sniff the driver's seat. Oh, Troy Boswell. Yeah, but what they didn't realise was that it had been converted from left to right-hand drive and it was really Peter Sellers' so ass. <laughs> there you go. Oh, classic. Fact. Now, I came across an article that I've actually got on the big screen over there at the moment. It said 50 cars you must drive before you die, right, mm. in auto car. I quite like auto car. I think it's a, it's a uh, doesn't pretend to be doing anything more than what it is, if you know what I mean. Cool. And... um. I thought with the two, you two guys here, probably between you owned at least, you know, 6,000 cars, there's a good chance you would have a commentary on a few of the cars. I'm going to skip through. Let's give through. it a go. Because right, I reckon you Yeah, I reckon Buckle up. between the three of us, I reckon we would have covered a lot of them. Just go to the X-Men. As an experience. Okay, so this is 50 through to 25, so I reckon we'll come back to this at another mm. time in the future, right? They're not in order of... Um, Desirability? Yeah, that's right. Number 50, E46 M3. Yeah. Love them. Simon? Uh, no, I wouldn't have one. Yep, fair cop. Uh, I like um, the engine in them, but that's about it. What about you, Mark? What do you reckon? Well, I have been, I've, been, I've got a string of BMWs at the moment. I have kind of been lusting after one, but I've held firm. I think they're... I think they're overpriced lusting. the billy at the moment. They're pretty expensive, like, aren't they? They're like 60, 70, 80, 90 grand. Mm. Anyway. Yep, yep. Okay, but let's go. Let's, Simon, what about Model T? Simon, you ever driven one? And, uh, no, I haven't driven a Model T. Yeah, I haven't either. I know someone who's got one. Yeah, I know you. I, I know a 356 owner well, who's got a, one. You know, farm, a lot of farm people that are left over Yeah, yeah, I've just I've never driven one. Um, Bentley Turbo R. What a car. Oh, I want to drive the, one of those. Yeah, you've never driven one? No, I haven't. I've driven a, a number of them, and they're horrifying. Paul Blank will be rolling his eyes in pain if you listen to this. I've got the, very close to buying one through him, and then... Pull the pin? Yeah, got weak at the knees. Uh, Talk about depreciation. Well, it's already well, not it's now. gone up since it was 25 grand or something. No, no yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, 40, I think, at the time. Yeah, but you know what? If you crack a headlight, there goes your uh, 40. Yeah, uh, yes, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yep, so cool. Uh, yeah, Renault Clio uh, Williams. You have? Uh, well, I, when I, I lived in the UK in the 90s and they were um, in the company Carful. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, I tried to buy one a couple of years ago, and maybe a year ago now they've just exploded, haven't they? 
What about yeah. the original Audi Quattro? Never driven one. Me neither. Oh, I've not driven one of those. I'd love to. We're in the wrong country to see many of those. Yeah, but, you know, they, they pop up occasionally here in Australia. Hmm. I costed a guy at um, uh, Taylor Road IGA one night. He was really? There. I think it was, um, who's that guy, the doctor who's got a heap of Audis and cool cars? Yeah. Uh, Tom, um, Tom Riley, is that his name? Yeah, Tom Riley. Yeah, he's just, yeah, bought, he's he's a, just, bought, a, he just bought a imported yellow T5R wagon. That's right, from Japan, yeah. from Jeff. And he um, he's a microbiologist. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's got one. Runs he's got one, has he? UWA. Yeah, triple four is the play. Yeah, yeah, okay, good one. This is a good year of car, isn't it? I love them. Oh, I just adore the, them. Look, the, the design is just beautiful. I, I've had one. I had the 1750 Series 1 rally car. We're talking uh, 105 Alphas here, folks. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry <laughs> yeah. If we got pictures, you yeah, have nothing. Uh, yeah. Um, and the picture's actually of a GDA, by the way, yeah. that we're looking at, an Alpha GDA Definitely. of that 105 Series. Yeah, a guy, Peter in Perth, bought it off me and he's um, ripping it to pieces and mine was an absolute mutt. It had been, um, I, I was sold a 911 career and I had two guys wanting it and one guy said, well, I can, you know, do a part deal with this Alfred, I've got it's got a licence with a cage on it. Cool. <laughs> so, say no more. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Did you say cage? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, just getting in wide-bodied and stuff now. Yeah, but those GDAs with the alloy body, I'd love to actually experience one of the GDA cars to see what it's like, you know. Mark 1 Focus RS, great car. Someone say talks to you? Oh, it's got a Volvo motor in it, hasn't it? That's right, five, the T5 engine. Mark 2 Jaguar. I've come close twice. To buying Mark 5? Oh, sorry, Mark 2? A 3.8 manual. Um, Geez, they're ugly. Oh, no, they're magnificently beautiful. The what the Jags? Yeah, yeah. I think um, this is a roof lines all wrong. Stokes thing. Got, he's bought yeah. Coombs wrecked. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Can't see it. I yeah. think I've seen it. Is it chrome Gr- with black wheels? Are the wheels uh, black? Yeah. I can't remember. It's not a bad thing. Oh, he he loves it. He's, yeah, and he's a, he's a proper car guy. So I just, I can't get my head on with the, the design. I just. Yeah, old. I think yeah, yeah, too old thing. There's <laughs> a Willys Jeep here. I'll, I'll uh, skip past that. What about an LS four hundred Lexus? Amazing motor car. I've started to lust after yeah, them. Have you? <laughs> I have for years. I, I you know looked at them with disdain, but now I'm kind of going. Mm, you this, what, you what said one in that. I wouldn't mind. What, what year is this? About ninety two, ninety three. They have a killer motor in them. Oh yeah, UZ one. Yeah. All alloy, four point four liter uh, V eight, and they. When Mr. Toyota let them loose in the design and development stage, had, they had unlimited budget. Right. This had to be the best engine in the world. And literally, no budget. Just like you, this thing has to be perfect. They're legendary. They call them in the, you know, the engine swap business, they call them the power cube. Right. Because they're just brilliant. The GA Yaris of the time. Hmm. I think the uh, looking at the numbers of the and the body weight and all that, the GR Yaris is actually very similar to what the Audi Quattro was. Yeah, right. You know, same weight, same power output, all-wheel drive, etc. Probably similar size too, in all reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Integra Type R, what an amazing driving car! Awesome. I've never driven one. Oh, yeah, I've driven one UK. Early VTEC cars are just so Dream. exciting. Yeah. You know, just the the noise they make. Austin 7, I'm going to go straight past I've it. driven an Austin 7. Have you? Heaps of fun. They're a riot. Your, your dad probably drove you home from hospital in one. <laughs> He's he not that a, old. He had a Bedford van. <laughs> <laughs> what, in 1904? <laughs> That's 
That's not fair, is it, Simon? <laughs> no, no. You can go yeah. straight past. There's a Jag I pace here. I'm going straight past. I've got no interest. What about early uh, Landys? Yeah. Land Rovers. Yeah. Well, I've just got rid of my Defender. Yeah. I've got a, You're still defending that, aren't you? I've got a County V8, 110 County V8. Oh, yeah. Never driven it. <laughs> really? <laughs> you never will. <laughs> it's, it's driving now, but yeah, no, I haven't driven it. Mark, have you driven a GT4? Uh, no. I was passed by one tonight. I knew the answer to that question. Do you know how I knew it, Simon? I know he doesn't own one because I reckon if you drove one, you would be lining up immediately. I, well, Swido had that black one that he couldn't sell the phase two. I know the one, yeah, yeah. When I was mm-hmm. kind of arming and arming on it. I have driven... I don't think I've driven a GT4. It's just an ego thing. What's that mean? What does that mean to you? Tell us. Yeah, I'd get. You'd have to go nine eleven, wouldn't you? Just because mm. yeah. you'd go to write the check and you'd go. Oh, yeah, look, I don't think you'd have a GT4 without already owning a nine eleven. You know, that's yeah. You know, if, if I was to ever own a GT4, it would be because I also have a GDS or a yeah. something nice. You know, but as a driving car, my goodness. Yeah. What a rewarding motor car. Ooh. Evo, Evo 6, Tommy Mackinnon special here. That'd be right up your alley, wouldn't it? Uh, would be, but I've never had one, and I don't think I've ever driven one. Same. Good cars. Yeah. 968 I've, Club I've Sport. I've had one of those. You have? Yeah. 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 Not you, a Club you, Sport. Did you have the blue one? You had yeah. the best, didn't you? Yeah. And it had the, I think, M104 suspension pack, which oh, is the really? same. Yeah. Which is the same as, as that, that, essentially. Great car. Did you have a sports seat on No. It had, um, you know, standard leather. Didn't you pay like 45 grand for it or something? Yeah, I sold it for a small profit yeah. after a year and a half. And I did a driver training course with uh, Stuart Mazira in it. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, It's an interesting car in the market right now. Going up? Yeah, oh, no, asking prices are going up. Yeah, well, They're just not changing price. hands. Yeah. You know, everyone's got them for sale. I seem to have them for sale for a long time. I just think they're overshadowed by 911s. Well, it's well, always have been. Yeah, but, no, I mean, but, but they, really they are a good car in their own right. It's well, real, That's a Cayman GT4 of its era. Car. Yeah. Extraordinary. Yeah. Um, the best handling Porsche ever, just about. You know, it's like an amazing car. And, um, but, you know, all the, all the enthusiast market is in the air cooled stuff, as, as it should be. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're looking at a W140. You must have had one of those. I've, no, I've not had one of those. I've had a whole series of um, W124s, which I think oh, is the, I, I actually think is the best car in the world. Yeah, you're up there. Is that right? Yeah. Best car yeah, in the world. Absolutely. For uh, all-rounder. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, you know, cost, running yeah, cost, the on size. 850, Volvo 850, 124. No, Volvo 850s, a front-wheel drive, and, I, yeah, and at the beginning when the everything went downhill with front-wheel drive for me. MX5. Maz MX5 or Miatas for uh, international I listeners. I love them. Only I had, have you ever owned one? Yeah, I had a, I had a turbo. Have, didn't, you have some, didn't you have some special one out yeah, of Japan? Yeah. It was a t- well, I've just sold um, for, not for myself, but I sold a Roadster Coupe, yeah, which right. was only one of 197, and yeah. which I drove a fair bit. Pretty and, car. And then a, a nice this car, client yeah. had a supercharged race car, which I didn't get to drive before we sold it. But I had an SE, which is the... Uh, the turbo first factory turbo. Yeah, yeah, I know the car. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hiroshima, and then they had a fire in the factory, and they didn't make them, so it missed a year and a half of production. Okay. Whilst they put the you know the line back together, and by that stage the NC the next model had come along, and that was the end of it. So they're quite a rare car, and they go like stink. And um, 
I was really enjoying it until a friend of mine said that I looked like a circus bear in a pram. Yeah. And but that, that was, didn't that stop you buying it. the Honda Monkey. Oh, yeah, well, now I look like a circus no, bear no, on a pram. No, doesn't care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I reckon that's more what it is. I reckon it's because you're older now, right? You care less about what other people are thinking. So anyway, I, I love them. I will probably yeah. have another in my lifetime. Mark, you ever owned one? No, but I did uh, rent one once. Um, when I think it was my 25th birthday. And uh, lasted around. We're not cheering stuff, in it? Yeah, okay. Oh, fabulous thing. Those, those, those guys in the UK are doing the uh, – two guys out of – I think it's called Overfinch. They used to do the V8 well, Range Rover right. conversion. Well, they're doing um, AJ30, AJ V30, which is the Jaguar V6 engine, you know, quad cam, four valves per cylinder. Yes, and they're called Rocketeers. Oh, and the, I've seen that, yeah. the kits, uh, they come, uh, you know, with everything, carbon fibre induction and – uh, dry sump and all sorts of really yeah, neat wow. stuff to make them fit. But they actually weigh the same as the motor they pull out and they stock at 270 horsepower. <laughs> and it's sensational. And it's a very motor with this real sporting characteristic. So, you know, you rev its box off. Fabulous things. The videos are wonderful on YouTube. What I find amazing about this car, right, is the most common complaint ever is it's underpowered, right? Everyone that ever talks about MX-5 says... Underpowered out of the factory. Yeah, yes, but yeah. everyone that whenever people then get into modified ones, it's too much power. The whole balance of the car goes out the window. Yeah. You know, so just accepting a motor car for what it actually is and the experience that it offers, you know, as the way it was designed and intended. This is one of those classic cases, in my opinion, yeah. where you know you can every time every time someone does it, they overdo it. Yeah, the truth is, Mike. That- you know, 99% of them are not modified. Uh, the great majority of them are standard. Well, I think 75% of them aren't even on the road anymore, are they? Oh, they're, they're incredible well. longevity. But how long ago, how long was you, you, you last see an MX-5 with pop-up headlights? Oh, oh I was, I was weekly. A week, yeah. yeah. Pop-up headlight MX-5 you see yeah, a couple of weeks. No, no, just, <laughs> no, just that model, that era, you know, the well, first year. Time, I, I don't I see the pop-up. I did too. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, that's yeah. interesting. They're, it's a winner for me. Yeah. Oh, Lotus, <laughs> Lotus I would Esprit. Have one. I'm as sick as they are. I think James Bond would want to see it. I'd like one of those. Yeah, I'd go one. I'd go the four yeah. cylinder rather than the V eight too. Yeah. Okay, good one. Yeah. Dodge Charger four forty RT. Now we're talking American muscle. I know it's I not really up your alley, is it? I Simon? wouldn't it be like you know steering a boat. If I, lived, if I got to live in Utah or if I got to go to Utah again, I'd get one. But um... good looking car. Yeah, it screams. Yeah. You know. Um, Cheeks of Hazard or something? Yeah, all of that. Oof, Bentley four and a half litre. Of of the yeah, pre-war yeah. cars, I don't mind this. You know, I think. They're pretty awesome, huh? Yeah. Nice. And when no, you I've see been for a ride in mine. I've never driven one. When you see them at Celebration of Motor Cars, like two of them usually mm. that are there. Yeah. Briggsy's and the other thing. The Shepherd's car. Yeah, that. And Tony, I think, has got one as well. Tony Packer? Yeah. It's probably they, they look amazing in the flesh anyway. And there's another one parked down, um, I guess I guess shouldn't say that either, but. Near where my shed is, there's one. Oh, really? Is there? There's another car warehouse down my way, yeah. Hmm. The, the DBS Superleggera. No. I see one of these every day. No. At Elixir Cafe, you know, on the highway oh, there? That's, uh, the the one. black one. Oh, it's a black. That's, um, yeah, the Sandfire guy. It looks amazing in the flesh. I have no idea what it goes like. Oh, they all go like sa- stink. It sounds amazing, right? Right. But as a styling exercise, my goodness, is it a beautiful car? I've got one before. A mate of mine in um, Melbourne's got one. Uh, 
what was it? Was it the Vantage? Is that the mm. last of the six litre V12 things? Yeah. Is it Vantage or Vanquish? Uh, I don't know which one it is. Been, yeah, it's it's the good one because he's a super super duper car guy. But I was sort of like going, yeah, yeah. Then I got in it and I went, oh, I like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I somehow found my name on a PR VIP list, and I got invited to Barbagello's for a, um, Aston Martin Drivers Day. Right. Good fun. Uh, oh, man, was it good fun! <laughs> and uh, the, the international the. Asia Pacific rep for Aston Martin was coming to Perth. They wanted to put on some sort sure, of sure. day for him. And his name's Greg Cook. He raced at Le Mans and stuff. And I'm still mates with him on Facebook and we chat a bit. Anyway, um, this guy's in his 80s and we all have breakfast at Barbagello's and we hop in the cars and we race off. And um, we're going through the tunnel. And I'm he, this guy's leading the parade. There was eight um, Astons. And uh, I'm second in the queue. And I look down at my speedo, and we're doing about 160, 170 kilometres an hour through the tunnel. And we're just the, like, the poly or the the poly farmer oh. tunnel. And at the, with the windows down, of course. Probably first gear. It's not radio. Yeah. Right. And um, man, the, and this guy drive like he stole it, you know. Right. And we were just able to hang on to the back of it. And then we swapped, um, and I took. He, he was driving a a GTA car because it had a half cage in it, oh. and it was a V8. A V8S yeah, yeah. GT something or other. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we swapped and that was a beast. And it popped and fart and crackled and did everything you wanted it yeah, to do yeah. vocally. It was just sensational. And, um, yeah, it went like stink. It was just, it was insane. And then we had lunch at um, Mandoon Estate and then uh, toddled home at the end of the day. That's even better than owning one under warranty. It is much better than owning one under warranty. <laughs> I find the, um, every time I see them in the flesh, mm. I'm always drawn to how poorly the panel gaps are on the cars because they're often at Clement Quarter, you know, inside the, the shopping centre. Yeah, the... just every yeah. D, every Aston I ever see, the panel gaps are inconsistent around the car. Now, these aren't cheap cars. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, they're they're not they're not they're cheaper second hand because the panel gaps aren't as good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and like yeah, people say, oh, they're handmade. I don't care. No, I don't think the bodies are handmade. You know, all... you know what I mean? Like, I don't give the hand assembled. The motors are hand assembled. However, whatever that whatever excuse you're coming up with isn't good enough for me. If I was a lotto winner and in the market for a brand new Aston or a brand new car of that calibre, Aston just wouldn't even be on the radar because of the finish, fit and finish of the car panels. I missed out on one. It must have been two years ago. It was a white Vantage 4.7 manual the chocolate interior and um, that road bender guy would want to kill me if he heard me because I sort of addicting ground to be fair. I sort of, anyway, I didn't end up getting it. And I really regret because it was a really nice car, but it's that whole warranty thing. It's mm. like, oh, fuck, yeah, they're ticking time bombs. Yeah. That's, that's how I view them. You don't think it's a little bit of excitement, you know, having a hand grenade that the pin's been pulled on that you're running around with? Oh, I had, a, I had an RS6 wagon. Yeah, okay, that would fall in that category, wouldn't two, it? <laughs> 2004, and um, I bought it from Chelly's. I bought it from Swidow. Um, the guy bought it new. It's like 250. I bought it 3,000 Ks for a buck fifty. Um, did 40,000 Ks on it in a year. Got up towards the end of warranty. Hmm. Uh, the Audi story wasn't that good, so I ended up getting what I paid for it. What What year was that? Did you say? 2004. So. Is that the V10s? No, it was a, the Bi Turbo V8. V8. Yeah, okay. The, the seven wagons came to Australia. I had one of those. It was like a, it was like a missile, 
And um, yeah, but it was 90 grand for an engine. And it was 16 grand for brakes. Wow. Mamma mia. In 2005. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> is that early ceramics or is that just what they, they had? Big. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah. About as big as what you get on a Yaris these days. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lotus Elise. Yes, please. Yeah. I, yes, please. I just, you know what? I, I, I love the idea of it, but the reality of the two I've ever driven. Not if you've got a bad back. I oh, just getting in and out of them. Look at my stature, and I reckon it's hard work. Yeah. You know, I can't, I'd love to see Simon with lubricant and a shoehorn getting in and out. But that, you know, getting in and out of the car shouldn't be the criteria for whether you want to drive it or not. It's, well, you know. my criteria. I, I, I put it up there. How, how I can get in and out of a car has a big impact on whether I'm, I'm thinking about owning one. Well, my, my Yaris is my equivalent of my SUV because the seating position so high. So high. Mm. Everyone complains about it. I go, this is great. Yeah, well, I, well, I'm, well, because I'm little, I love it. I can actually sit there and actually see what's going on out of the thing. I'd have one. Yeah, fair cop. Yeah, yes, please. Give me a warranty, though. Well, you won't get one. Oh, sorry, McLaren 720S. Yeah, sorry, McLaren 720S, <laughs> everyone. You know, look, it's the benchmark by which every other car is measured against with regards to performance and driving comfort, right? What's the motor on those based on? Is it the, uh, the It's a four-litre V8 twin turbo. So is it a Mercedes V8 or what is it, a BMW? It's made in-house, that thing. McLaren, yeah, it's they McLaren. start from yep. scratch. Yeah, like right. every McLaren comes with the same motor or a variation of it. My kids aren't into cars. Um, my older son's, you know, white door, but, you know, he's just not into cars. So, you know, what a massive disappointment oh, for no, you. It's just terrible. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, he's going to look back in the future and say, look what I had access to that I never took advantage of. Well, he's got a mate. He's kind of, yeah, he's a good kid, but he borrows all my cars and Jamie drives around in the other car. But Jamie thinks I'm a loser because I don't have a McLaren 720S. It's like, mate, no concept of warranty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But the, the very few cars of that caliber have a depreciation schedule as as horrific as them. You can get them. Oh, I haven't looked lately, but they were high three hundreds at one point, weren't they? No. Look, no, no, no. not on my shopping list. So I haven't been looking. Yeah. Dream car for me. One of the Grail cars, three hundred SL Goldwing Mercedes. I've only ever been a passenger in one. Did you see the one ninety SL that used to be parked up around the corner from here? Under a tarp for 10 years. Yeah. He gave it away. What? He gave that car away. He gave it to um, some nephew or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, yeah, look, as as far as a design exercise and performance for its age, amazing. Yeah, nothing is just put together as well as an early Merc. They're gorgeous. I love the trim on them. There is nowhere in the world you can't pull up in that car and not look like you own the universe, is there? Is there one in Perth? Not that I'm aware of. Mm, not a Gullwing. Right. Not that I'm aware of. There's a few SLS Gullwings, but I, I don't yeah. know of any 300 SL Gullwings in Perth. What's your, your favourite early Mercedes song? Oh, sprung that on me. Probably that um, SSK, the um, the big supercharged. <laughs> the full Hitler pack. Yeah, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of those. I really? Saw, I, I saw one of them. I did wear it tonight show up, but I, we, I went to the Peterson Museum in LA. I, I've been there too. And then, you know, down, down the bottom, yeah, there's the, a few dictator cars down there, and oh, I think that was one of them. Yeah, I, I adore them. Yeah. But, um, there's a lot of novelty about them. I, I like those, um, like W W107s and... The, with the stacked Californian headlights oh, and, yeah. and yeah, I love okay. the trim, the stainless steel and polished aluminium trim on them and yeah. I dig all that era, the late 60s, early 70s of um, S-Class Mercedes. I think yeah. fabulous. What about you, Mark? Favourite move? Yeah. Probably the 6.9 uh, 
uh, what is it? W one. Uh, what's the big one? Um, oh, you mean down. the the dictator's car? Like um, yeah, the one, same one came up for sale in York. Like, you tell me you tell me one with the hydraulic curtains and that sort of shit in it. No, uh, not that old. The, um, the early seventies. Yeah, W four fifty SEL. Yeah, W nine bench. That's right. W one oh eight. I think it is. Maybe yeah. But anyway, the that was sensational. Yeah, one thing. I just couldn't do it. I just um, I should have done it. Airbag but, suspension. Yeah, I mean, you talk about running costs. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I could find one of those in brown or something like that, that'd be cool. But when I was a kid, they've gone now, though. Yeah, yeah, long gone. When I was a kid, a mate of mine's dad had one, and he ran a crop dusting business in uh, in Perth. I was a you know, oh, yeah. young kid, and um, anyway, so miraculously, one day, one of his planes caught light while it was on the ground, and um, that was the end of his crop dusting business. And he had some sort of issue with the tax department, so he's him and his girlfriend hopped in there in their catch and they sailed off to South Africa after they collected the insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the car. It was the like... The car's probably in a sea container or something. I don't know. The, um, I really like the, uh, that 280 SE. Maybe you want to see them, you know, just... CE or SE? No, SE, you know, the two-door, like John Bond's. Cabriolet thing that he's oh, got. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. love the, the, the big coupes, yeah. 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 Oh, I love them. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't know what motors in them, but I yeah, love yeah. them. They're actually underpowered. Um, well, yeah. well yeah. Which is probably, the, the suspension's probably suited to it. Yeah. You know? that's, for me, that's Princess Grace. Mm-hmm. That's that whole, you know, Audrey Hepburn, Princess yeah, Grace, yeah, sure. the yeah. real movie stars. Yeah, you're looking like No, you wouldn't see him. You wouldn't see him. Yeah, like a princess. Look like your mate's sitting no, so it needs to be right up your alley. Two C, uh, yeah. Citroen two C. You driven one? I've been for passenger in one. You have driven oh, one, mate. M one in the most yeah. bizarre gearbox gear shifting of all time. No, no, it's not like that. It's not no, it's it's, in the middle of the dash. Yeah, but it slides back and forth, yeah. and it rolls left and right off that single pivot. So whilst it works the same as a H pattern. The fact that you don't have a physical movement left and right between the gates, it's a rotation like this, it's an amazing experience. Genius design. Twin cylinder, air cooled, mm-hmm. horizontally opposed. I've seen um, a Safari. Long travel suspension. Which is the four wheel drive motor in front, motor in back. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, yeah. look, iconic car. Of all the French so, cars, it is so iconic, isn't it? I like French cars. Ariels. What do you think about this stuff? I, I dig that. I'd do that. Yeah. I'd, I'd go that. Aerial so they, they were caught up in that, couldn't import them thing like I had with the Lancia. You got stuck with getting them in under race rally permits. And, um, All right. Wasn't there a KTM like crossbow that I saw at yeah, Classic right. Cars and Coffee at some point yeah, in the past? You, got, you can get them licensed now. There's a few tricks. To and there's that Renault um, yeah, the one ro- really open want. roadster thing. Yeah, that is a great looking car, isn't yeah, it? What's that cool? I want one. That's just no, it's just called a spider. That is. Oh, just, that's a yeah, Renault spider. Get it with, with or without the windscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it was that. Um, it's that often one. it's often at the classic car. Uh, sorry, the celebration of the motor car. Mm. Yeah. yeah, beautiful car. Cool. Yeah, yeah, they've gone. AC Cobra. Everyone's driven a replica, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah I, I'd I'd have one just for just to do big black marks down the street. Yeah, look, at, and I would. I couldn't help myself. What are they now? Three million bucks. I wouldn't even know. And I'd actually prefer the one with the little Windsor rather than the big side oiler. 
Yeah. You know, uh, 289 is probably my oh, pick look, of those. You know what, of whatever V8 you're putting in that car, yeah, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any difference, right? So you may as well get one that makes the most noise. Well, I think it's CSX 3014 or 1014 is in, still in WA somewhere. Okay. The mineral resources guy's gone. 992, 911. You driven 992 yet? No. Yeah, 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 I loved it. Yeah, it's a pretty good car. Big though. Um, yeah, yeah, the... Um, it's a big, wide car. Like, it's taken, you don't have much room to move in a lane. Nice drive, though. Right. Yeah. Well, they're not making it any worse. If, than if, pre- if you can let go of what it isn't, which it is an old 911. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a great like car that. unto itself yeah, if you yeah, don't compare it to the That's an interesting comment because you really shouldn't make that comparison because yeah. they're, they're light years apart and there is no comparison. No. Early ranges. Yeah, I've had a few of those. Oh, you're a bit of a victim for these. I forgot about that. Well, I, had, I ran a soft dash as a daily for uh, almost a year and... Um, I loved it. Yeah, it just I got to the it got to winter and the concept of driving kids around to kids sport in something that loose sort of. I forget hmm. And I sold it. Yeah, I should another one. I should have kept. Ford Sierra Cosworth. A Cosy. I've been. In fact, I have driven one. Uh, I've driven a number of hills. the. I've driven a number of Ford Cosworths, Escorts, and Sierras. Yeah. And um, I think they're very exciting cars. I'm not a big fan of the styling. I prefer the Escort with a great big high back wing on it, you know? Yeah, I do too. I, I like the four-door ones. Yeah, okay. The Sapphires or something they were called, yeah, were they? Is that right? Yeah, specials, yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. Jelly mould. We're yeah. looking at a DB4 GT here, which is just a – that is parked, stunning, isn't it? Someone parked a DB5 six on Irvine Street on Halloween night the other night. Yeah, he's sure uh, Peter, mining guy. Um, no, I hadn't signed him. He sold that one, Peter Harold. Has he? Lancey Stratos. Yeah. Someone looking it's up around the corner here. Yeah, well, that's been sold. So that's um, has it. Yeah, the uh, the gardeners bought that. The um, I was trying to buy it. <laughs> yeah, the, the this bike. is Ed Jens. Yeah, yeah. Not Ed. Um, yeah, Ed, um, Ed Ferrar. No, it's not Ferrar either. Or it might be Ferrar. Ed something or other. Yeah. Used to have the service place at yeah, Mozzie Park. Williams down around the corner. Yeah. From, yeah. No. So yeah, someone else bought it. E thirty M three. I saw one the other day when I was buying a part for a GR Yaris in a garage. The um, Yaris owner had one. I've never driven an M3. Well, I mean, I've got the 325 IS out the front. But, um, well, I found out something very interesting about this model motor car whilst talking to the gentleman. They never made them in right-hand drive. That's right. E30s. That's correct. Yeah. I did not realise that. Quite a few people. I thought, converted. what about the UK? No, yeah, there are a number. Yeah. Yeah. It's like with the integrales, you go left or right, you've got to have a different steering box. Yeah. Well, there's no no room in the pedal box? No. There couldn't be less, could there? I think it was a specialist rack, wasn't it, on that car, and then um, Mm. you've had a few sporty things. This would be right up Simon's alley. I would. I'd have one. Fiat 500 Bambino. Yeah. Yeah. The early Cinquecento. My my first two cars were Fiat's. They were both 124 cc's. You had a 132, didn't you? I had a stack on to those sort of shooters out of front. <laughs> I only bought them because uh, one was my dad's car. He bought it new and then my uncle owned it and painted it red. I love the velour interiors, the I velvet. That thing went. Oh, as a kid, like I remember. Um, Never been in one. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, but we uh, we were, I think we were in Albany and my sister, we were in, we were in Walpole as kids. And she was choking or something. So we had to go to Albany Hospital in this thing. And all I remember is my dad hoofing this thing 
on that road from Walpole to Denmark at, you know, 200 k's an hour or something. <laughs> She's still alive, so it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Fiat 30, fantastic car. But, well, yeah. It's couple of, there's, there are some pretty good-looking Fiat's that are getting around Perth still. You know, whenever you go to the car events, there's a pretty strong support oh, for them. Yeah. yeah. What are all the good-looking ones? 130 Coupes? Yeah, fabulous. There's, what's that? Um, what's the uh, the boxy one that all they convert all the rally cars? But they, they had that rally series in um, Italy. Oh, one three ones. Oh yeah, one three one. It is one three one. Yeah, yeah, I really like those. Fiori is, I think. Yeah, they've gone now. You can't get one of those yeah. anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that rapper in the US has got well, Integrale <laughs> and was it Felicia the Goat or what's he saying? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, this guy, he's in America. He's got a one three one, a pink one, I think. Uh, Integrale, he's got, a, I think he's got Stratos, he's got a bunch of cool cars, so. Sure. Yeah, now they're all cool. The next car up on the screen is. cool when I them, but you know, they're cool when Yeah, that's <laughs> so, I know that feeling. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> Lexus LFA. Never seen one in real life. I love them. Very yeah. Aston Martin. Yeah, there's one at um, Dutton's in Melbourne. And, and Mill? Oh, More. Whatever, pick a number, I don't know. Oh, it's Dutton's. You, but the, whatever um, it is, double it. They and the guy who uh, a very good mate, mate sort of thing. Uh, he said it's unbelievable. The guy that works there. Everyone talks about the sound of them. Yeah, that's what he said. It sounds unbelievable. Have yep. you heard one? That's what he said. Went, no, you got one. It's like Carrera GT sounding. Yeah. Excitement, you know. What do we got there? Caterham Seven. Simon, this would be oh, right up your totally, alley, wouldn't it? Totally, I'd have one. I've driven um, quite a few. I've driven a couple of kit seven. cars, right? Yeah. This build your own. Yeah, yeah, and not that hard either. You heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, I could do it. Yeah. I'd have one. Yeah, good, good, good. What's up next? Oof, Rolls Royce Phantom. This is a Phantom Seven, by the way. This is so dictator. It is unbelievable. I, when I they look too narrow and tall when you see them on the road. Um, Derek Graham and I went to Goodwood. Mm-hmm. We did a tour of the Rolls Royce factory. I oh, yeah, nice. Um we met the managing director in one of the courtesy cars we were getting driven around it, and uh, we invited ourselves to the factory. And I had a, a brand new respect for them after this, just looking at the way the chassis are made. And, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. And then at Goodwood, I, I managed to get um, a pass to go up and down the hill. And so a guy who was Clark, of course, of Formula 1, was driving this thing. <laughs> and I was in the back, back seat. And, and then uh, you were in the front seat. And he, <laughs> he launched it off the line and it like, they looked like a block of flats. Yeah, yeah. But this thing just, you know, it didn't move, but the smoke was just billowing out from underneath it. And he did a big sideways drifty off the line and then it hooked up and poof, disappeared up the hill. And I was plastered across the back window. Yeah, yeah, to, okay. you know, Trying to remain in the seat. Series one golf. GDI, Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark One GDI. These yeah. things are gold plated now. If you can find one, aren't they? Oh, yeah. My mate Hoax has got probably the best one in Australia. Is that huh? right? He's got a black one out in um, you know Hoax, Shane Hogan. No. Um, he's got some spectacular cars. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's got one. I've got a Mark Two GTI. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Drive it very often. Uh, I actually have driven it, so I bought it. I had one new. <laughs> I was going to say, let's not talk about it. Is this a metric <laughs> no, that you're using I, to measure here? <laughs> I, I had one new as a company car. No, actually, I bought it I, in uh, when I lived in London. I had a two-door 16-valve two Mark 2G, and I thought I was, I thought I was shit hot. And um, so they brought 200 out to Australia, 
And the Australian ones are air conditioned, so the Pommel mm. ones aren't. So oh, yeah, okay. So one that'd, up, that'd, that'd pull about 30 of the 120 horsepower it had, wouldn't they it? Don't, they don't even have 120. <laughs> I think they got 108. Yeah, that's right. I just guessed the number, alleged, by the way. 108 alleged. alleged yeah. yeah. And um, it was in for sale in Brisbane and, you know, as you, uh, I buy quite a few cars and so you can sort of judge if people are lying to you or not. And the guy I was buying it off was clearly lying to me about the condition, but I was going to buy it anyway because I wanted a black. <laughs> I wanted a black one, and it turned up, and it was an absolute piece of shit. I mean, mm. it had so many things wrong with it. Um, and my mate Dino, who I could talk about at length with you guys, um, he's a mechanic. We hang out on Saturdays, and uh, so we, we did the, all the running gear. Uh, just I was going to take it for licensing. I said it was a bit low and blew a clutch. And then... Um, <laughs> so the Which you always love in a front-wheel drive car because that's such an easy solution. So the clutch is gone and second gear was a bit ropey. So we went, oh, we'll send the gearbox off to get built while we're at it because it was the sort of full-on love yeah. thing. So the gearbox goes off and I get the call from the gearbox. So I go, oh, I can't get parts for it. Really? So, so the gearbox is rooted. And then you try and buy a new gearbox, which is like two grand or something, which is fine. But they don't make them because the Australian ones are different. Oh. Um, for some reason. Um, but I managed to find a Mark III gearbox, which has been sitting on the floor for about a year now. Uh, hmm. We'll get to it. But yeah, it's one of those cars I'm not in a hurry to fix because if I fix it and get it running, I'll probably sell it. And I really just want to keep it. So it's better off just leaving it there and getting dusty for the time. Yeah, day. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Lamborghini Mura. Is there a more beautiful car? Uh, no. It's a good looking, isn't it? Oh, like, no question. Gandini's done some goodies, but this here. Is there any left in Perth? I, I don't believe there is. The green one went over east, didn't it? It is such a stunner. Like, what's quite surprising when you look at the design of this car, the Mura, that the Countach came after it, which was so harsh in comparison, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, when you look at the lines of that car, it is just pure fluid. Yeah, the world had changed. You know, it was Mark Thatcher and the Countach was all... What year's the Countach? 71, 72, something like that, isn't it? That's like 60s, early 70s. Them, I'll look I mean, the, uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather have one of those in a, totally than a Countach. Out of warranty vantage. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably cheaper. But you know, the, the model before this, the four hundred I, I just go weak at the knees. They're just so elegant, and I'd have one of those different types of cars. Though I oh, see, no, I see the four hundred I as a GT car, and this thing is a sports car. We, uh, well, you know, front engine. Uh, I missed out on a, a Yaris S a couple of years ago. It would have been fifteen years ago for thirty grand. Oh, and there's not many Yaris left because they. Mm. Get them for spares for Mioras because they got the same motor in them, mm. um, which I'd probably I would I would love to have one, but they're huge money now as well. Mm. I don't think you don't even know how much a Mura is these days. So like, it's what pick a number, wouldn't it? Be? More, yeah. yeah, it would have to be. That's the yeah, the new Alpine one tens, the new shape one. I Everyone raves about them when they drive them. I spent a day in one of those Do you love it? Uh, through the hills. Yeah, absolutely adored it, right. and we I spanked it. it uh, and it just came back for more. Everyone reckons if you're going to buy a Cayman or a Boxer, you no, should drive one of them and buy it instead, right? But no one bought them. 
No one has bought these cars. I don't cars. know if it was supply. Look, you might, you might be it's right. Blanky's selling one at the moment, isn't he? A blue one. I think so, yeah. I've, I've never one. seen one in another colour. There's white. Apparently it's a stack of white ones. God love a Mini. Yeah. Mini. Yeah, they're original f- Mini. Such fun to drive. They are. I was following one the other day and I just couldn't believe. And there was a Corolla, a modern current Corolla oh, yeah. in one lane. Looked and the massive. Mini, it looked like a, a removalist van yeah. next to it. It was just... Incredible. I reckon every pea plater should have one for six months minimum. Yeah, a lot less pea platers left, but um, I I, re- I actually reckon I became a better driver from driving a mini. Yeah, my, my, again, my mate Hoax with the Golf, he's got he's got a Cooper S. Mm. That is, and I drove it once and went, oh, yeah, now I get it. Yeah, this is oh, cool. I've got a um, I've got a future guest who I won't name in case it doesn't come off coming on the podcast, right? Who has a two highly modified minis? One has a VTEC motor in it. Oh, really? Yes. And the he other. Might, he might not be alive for the next episode. And the <laughs> other has. His other mini has a, the fully modified Hayabusa motor in it. Blimey. Yeah, and both of them are highly capable, registered, like. And wow. sound they, amazing. They, they always go so hard at the classic racing series as well at Phillip Island and stuff there. Oh, yeah. Everyone has got one uses it. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd race one. I wouldn't drive one down up Stirling Highway. I would. Well, no, I'd see you. Yeah. Not all those SUVs. Right. I know how dangerous Stirling Highway is in the 356. Yeah. Well, it's not much bigger, is it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, oh, Peugeot 205 yeah. GDI. That'd be right up your alley, wouldn't it? Three of those. Okay. Yeah. And, and the CTI. <laughs> What's a CGI? A convertible. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Hardest car I've ever set to sell. But, no one wanted uh, it? I bought a really cheap with that, that guy, the ex-lawyer, who went bust with that car shop out in Morley. Oh, I did the auctions. Yeah. Mean Machines. Yeah. yeah and I, I, figured, did, I sold I, all their cars. I figured given his um, previous career, we'd go as hard as we possibly could on him. So I bought a few cars off him. So I bought the CTI. I bought a Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo's I like. Uh, I missed the Dino. We had that Fiat Dino, which I think. Right. Um, so Hoax bought. Um, yeah. That was a bit of a sad story. He, you know, he really was um, unwell. Well, says us. So, you know, no, I mean, but uh, no. What, mentally unwell? Yeah, he wasn't. He couldn't, he was in some fantasy world. He couldn't run a business. Couldn't run a business, though. Mm. Well, plenty of people can't run businesses well, to have a go. A, he had run a fairly savage legal practice before that, but maybe it was his partner. You mean, yeah. you mean karma? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Uh, I probably less can say the better of this. 205 GTIs. Uh, I absolutely love them. I, I ran one in England, uh, in London. It was awesome. Um, I had another one, which I think I bought off Hogs with the green interior on it. That was cool. And then I had a Topaz blue one, which I bought. Is that Topaz blue there, that no, colour? that's darker. Um, Topaz was reasonably rare. It actually, I bought it in from Melbourne. I thought it was a bit stuffed. I, was, I bought it not for a lot of money because I was going to convert the CTI from auto to manual. Mm. <laughs> and it arrived and I've gone, oh, I'm a sucker, I'm going to save it. So, and I spent a lot of time, had the interior done, had the body done, bit of motor work done, got all those brutal yeah. trim because they're just horrible. They just shock. And I got in it and I went, my daughter, so, you know, I said, none of the kids, my, my youngest daughter, Raf, she's into it with me, so she's my car buddy. She's a, 
she's the son I never had with the car front. We got in it, we went down Stirling Highway and I went, I just don't want my kid in this car. It's, it is just, it's like a sardine can of something. Yeah, they're, they're it's super kid. light. Um, yeah. So, yes, I sold it. Yeah, okay. I've... I've only ever had experience, one experience in a 205 GDI, and it was back in the, I was in the Navy when I was a lot younger, and I got on a ship, on my ship had one. I actually, at the time, had a laser TX3 turbo four-wheel drive. That's a car. Look at what, for its day, it was great, a great rally car. You couldn't get one, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, because everyone did to them what I did, and that was just, you know, drive the wheels off the thing and blew up the turbo, and it was too dear to fix, yeah. right? I thought that was a good car, and then I drove that 205 GDI, and I thought, yeah, this laser's got to go. Because yeah. the 205 was that much better Did by every metric. No, I didn't. I can't, look, I think I saw something else shiny on the ground at that moment in time and moved on. You know, But for, as a, the experience between the two yeah. cars, it was so chalk and cheese that the Peugeot felt so developed and focused as a driving experience compared to the Laser, which is like a shopping trolley being converted to a performance car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's a um, – but they've got, they've, you can't get those now. No. What's that? The La Ferrari, Ferrari. yeah. I've got two in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Too much car. Is it aspirational for anyone? Yeah. No. Not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Too Looks much, amazing. Too much car. Yeah. Oof, Lotus yeah, Alain, the original come one. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have one. I like the look of them. He's dribbling. He's got a dodgy motor catch it. Yeah, I'd have one. Yeah. I like the I like the hard top ones. What are they? Called? I did too. Uh, Elan Plus Twos. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, good looking cars. Yeah, man. a little bit longer. Are they a little bit longer. Yeah, they are a slightly longer wheelbase. Well, you you and I have looked at the same one for Salon Gumtree for was for years. Mm, I never went to look at it. I couldn't trust myself. Did you see the ad? No. Oh, there was an ad that was up there on it's a couple of years ago. It wasn't expensive. It was twenty grand. Or... There's one in Claremont in um, yeah. uh, George Panakis's car. He's had it for like. 30 years or something. Do you ever see those cars that you know you, you just don't want to go and look at it because you know you'll buy it? Oh, look, a quick, you know, a quick story. There was a, a Lotus XL on North Street in Cottesloe and um, and I drove past it for like three weeks and go, do not stop. Do not stop, Simon. Do not stop. I stopped. <laughs> and, and that and night was when you bought the XL in the UK? No, no. I, I, anyway, so I bought the, the one that, that was on North Street and it was like five grand. Right. It's just stupid. Did you buy it? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, fantastic. The negotiation was done over texting for about six weeks. Right. You know, and it was quite humorous. Um, anyway, um, you open the door and the, the smell of mould would oh, just yeah. be overcoming. The smell of lotus. That's how we mate. Yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, I bought it and it had a tick in the motor, a tick, 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 and it was attached to its revs. So anyway, so it was worth a punt. So I took it when Trevor Hine was still in uh, – oh, yeah. um, and in Netherlands. Anyway, so I pulled in and we, he was like. Did he start giggling as trying you pulled to, up? Trying to find this ticking noise and he had his, you know, the uh, the screwdriver to his ear and mm-hmm. put it on various places in the engine. He goes, it's not the engine, it's not the engine. And it turned out to be. Um, the latest cap? No, it was the little valve on the back of the power booster um, that sucks in the vacuum from the uh, inlet manifold. And it was going. It was four dollars fifty. Nice. Amazing. So I got it. You know, I bought, and bought the part from PBR, and uh, drove the wheels off it, and I think I trebled my money. Yeah. Oh, good on you. You know, and I actually regret selling it. I should have kept it because it wasn't enough really to warrant parting with it. And they're really, really good car. Anyway, I got and bought another one. I actually think that Lotus Elan, the original one, 
is the best looking Lotus they've made. I think it's style wise. Yep, I think it's a pretty little car. I think oh. they've just done it all right. You know what I mean? A sure. lot of the other cars on after this, I just think it's evolved into too sporty. This is such classic British sports car to me. I'm not that romantic. I like the Esprit. Yeah, okay. The, the uh, series three Esprit. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I like the Esprit. The ones that go underwater. I, I like the Avoras. <laughs> the you know the <laughs> Toyota V6. Yeah, I just don't like them. I, I love. I think they're exquisite. I pulled up at the lights. Um, the other day, with the, next to a guy, I was in the GTS, yep. like, like a wanker. Uh, windows down, we're chatting away, going, oh, you like it? He goes, yeah, I love it. And I said, oh, fantastic. And we're having a chat. And then this, and this look up the light screen, and this guy on the land cruise going, hand signal. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you how good Navora is. Brand new, right? It's the same money as a 911. Uh, new, are they? Mm-hmm. Now, tell me. I thought they were 200, not 300. No, well, a brand new 911 base, no no mods, no options, right? No, 264 drive away, right? Mm, okay. Avora, 260. Now, do you reckon there's more than four grand in 911? The difference between those two cars is chalk and cheese. You know what? Lotus probably drives better. Drive Big call. Yeah, I yeah, I reckon you're right. I can drive different. That yeah. would be the right answer. Um you know, build, build quality, resale value, all those oh, things. Oh, every go. metric, yeah, the but Porsches. Geez, I would go Navora. I'm still lusting after one after driving one about I've six got, months I've ago. I've got an SW20 um, MR2, and you can stick the Toyota motor in the, in the Avoras. That's a fairly regular swap. Yeah, it's just a, the um, Kluger V6. Yeah. You know the um, Camry you, You're talking about Hein Motors before. Talking about, yeah, Trevor Hein. Yep. I went there. I didn't deal with him personally. I went there with a um, Lotus Escort Mark One that I was looking at buying. Mm. I went there to get a vehicle check on it. That's car, yeah. Right. Um, great car. Had the full. It was stock as this thing was. The guy who owned it lived um, light green. The guy who owned it lived in those towers on Sterling Highway in, wow. um, in Claremont that had you know they've got the rings on it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was in there, right? That's where he lived. And um, hmm. so this is going back a long time. Um, this would be 25 years ago, maybe more. He wanted, I think, 11 and a half for it, right? Which I know that you sounds dream, like. You're dreaming, mate. Yeah. No, I didn't. I said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in the game, but I do want to get checked out. I don't know anything about Lotus Motors. All I know is I want one, right? Had the full um, muffler on the intake mm. thing, that was stock as, you know, it looked amazing, right? Anyway, get it there. The guy that. Help me out. I couldn't tell you his name. I don't even remember. It cost me, I think, 80 bucks to get a pre-purchase inspection equivalent. The guy looks at he's going around shaking his head, nah, nah, nah. the whole time. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to cost you this much, this much. He's like, and all up, he's going like, yeah, three and a half grand, four grand, you know, all up. Yeah, look, really, see, you need to spend another four, four and a half grand. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then didn't buy it. Two weeks later, I go past. It's out the front of the joint. He's driving it. He bought it. Yeah. I was fuming. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, and like, how to give the listeners an idea, the place I went to was about what two k's yeah. away from where the vehicle yeah. was, the, the, where the vehicle was, to where it got inspected, which would be unheard of in this day and age. Yeah. You know. Mm. Uh, anyway, I found that in the. Um, I found that car and rang the guy on Saturday night by back in the day 
going to get the early Sunday times oh, on, on Saturday night in Northbridge in town. Yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> That's yeah, how yep. I came across that car. Yeah. Anyway. I've done that. Yep. So I've got, my, I've got, I've got the ad, I think, from my first car. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, 800 bucks. That is the end of our list for tonight. Well, I reckon it was worthwhile going through that list. That was a bit of fun. Mm. What's, 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 four, giggle. what's 4321? Um, that's it for now. It's, this oh, is part yeah, one yeah, yeah, of, right. you know, multiple. Anyway, we haven't really, uh, hang on, five cars steer clear of. Oh, I love the sound of that. Well, what was the last five cars you won, Simon? The last five. They're, they're the ones we should see clear of. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the last five I've sold are the ones you should have bought. Before yeah, because yeah, before you, because they're the ones that have just gone ballistic, haven't they? <laughs> what What's the last five cars you've actually bought, Simon? Um, well, let's go try and do try and do this. Um, yep. Two forty Volvo, mm-hmm. which I've still got. I got to get it inspected and get it licensed. But seventy four thousand Ks, ninety two. Yeah, straight, white, straight. It's just yeah. amazing. No, auto. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. I've got all the bushes to lower it and the yeah. springs and the Dying, ponies yeah. and, and they're fantastic. Um, really tight and good fun. Um, then before that, I bought the 123 GT Volvo. Yep, before the race that, car. I bought the 940 Volvo wagon, which Monty's going bush in this week, which I've also lowered and put on Bilstein B6s. Is that Swedish? Swedish. Uh, which that's is the number plate, no by longer the way. Swedish. That's going to go on the white car. Oh, yeah, okay. Then before that, um, we bought Granny's Suzuki Swift. And then before that, um, it might have been me buying back my W124 for the second time. <laughs> I reckon you would have been a bit of a victim for buying back cars, Mark. Well, it's funny. With you, I don't know if you saw that post about that Silver Rose uh, 944. Oh, I wanted to do the video. The one on Mark Claremont. Yeah, so that was, I brought that over from England. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good Lovely car. car. It was up on, he auctioned it at Lloyd's on the weekend. Did he? What money to pull? Uh, I think it ended at 54. He'd have to be pretty happy with that. That's a year and a half. I offered him 50 um, to buy it back. Yep. Because uh, I actually drove that car new in, it was in the company car pool at Prudbash when I sure. worked there. So that's why I bought it when it came up. And I guess I, I, I bought that car, landed in Australia for like 14 grand. Mm. I mean, what a car. Um so nice driving car. Oh, you've driven it, yeah. So yeah. it's a terrific car, yeah. It needed fuel lines and that whole ex English rust mm. issue, but it was a good car. The fl- the oh, car look. the car needed bodywork, right? But if you were happy to leave it as it was for the next five years, you could. What bodywork do you reckon they? Did? I reckon the flooring wasn't that fantastic. The you know the underside was a yeah yeah. They, they yeah. That what's what's so special about them? Well, they only made seventy of them in right hand drive, but. Um, it's turbo 944. It's yeah, and it's a pretty colour with a, a cracker motor, interior. It was a motorsport spec car. It was a, a tight gearbox. Nice car. Well, I, I Lovely that, gearbox. I, I had an 89 Carrera, which I brought out from the UK because it had the G50 gearbox and the 231 horsepower motor. Yep. I shouldn't have sold that. That'll be a regular thing we say. So I, I did, well, the, I brought the Silver Rose out, the, nine, the 89 Carrera. And what what colour was the Carrera? White, a, a doctor in Perth got it now. Um, guy who half part exchanged the alpha with me. And the third car I passed up was a blue 328 GTB. Oh, is that right? Landed it here for 50 grand. That, so that would have been 2008 or. Yeah, that's a great idea getting rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't bring that out. Um, <laughs> Silver, it was good. Yeah, John Regali painted it. Did a fantastic Oh, did he? Job. Yeah, the body on it is. And the paint is excellent. Yeah, it is. Didn't have much rust in it. I love the interior. 
Oh, yeah, it's cool. In the auction site, they didn't name, they had the car covers, seat covers. It's a, why would you? This has got like a, um, it's a fabric interior with like a, a fade between a, like a grey and a pink. Basically pink, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a cracker of a colour interior. Like, the, for me, the highlight of the car. Where you'd find the fabric to fix the driver's seat would you be. You can get it. You I, can? I had a roll of it. I've probably still got it at home. The, um, so if the buyer of that car is listening, you know. Is it? There's something? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> the, um, it just went stale, I think, on the market. I, I agree. Yeah, but I, that's, you, that often happens with, you know, you see, if you're a, I'm sure a lot of listeners are regular car sales, you know, bunnies who would regularly look and especially course. if you're a Porsche guy, you know, yeah. there's only I, so I, many I, in the I country. Tried, well, Charlie sold that car for me, I think, for around that money. When I bought Chinese it. guy bought it. Um, well, Charlie sold it for me on because I bought a 993 C2 manual off them, which we spoke about. Yeah. You're talking about putting the Mondeo aircon compressor. Yeah, on. I had a, a 993 C2 uh, Tiptronic white with red interior. Right. And What, um, with red interior? Yeah, it's fabulous. What a cracker of a car. Mm. It's so Middle East. Uh, they brought two into Australia. I ended oh. up selling it to Terry Healy of the uh, old-timer garage. Oh, I didn't see so about it. Uh, no, he sold it to the guy that owns Domino's Pizzas. Oh, well, it looks like a Domino's Pizza on the inside. Yeah. And then uh, he got rid of all his cars. He had a car collection, electric. I almost bought it back for less than I'd sold it. And he'd spent about another 30 on it. Remember that, like 50 grand? Yeah. I, well, I paid 60 <laughs> for mine. I paid 60 for it in Melbourne. Yeah. Drove it down the Great Ocean Road with my 11-year-old back then. Yeah. And then had it for about 18 months and got offered 90 for it. And I thought I was a hero. Yeah. 993s are just unobtainium now. They, they just don't even come up. They're one of the few cars I've lost money on. I, I Mate, you are a genius at ripping money at the uh, wrong cars at the wrong time, aren't you? I forget what I, why I sold it. I can't remember. Just, uh, some, the, the I think they're the... Pr- you can't drive them enough. When, I think I sold it in summer. I think I just got the rag of it. It was just too... Well, hard. there's no such thing an air-cool car with working aircon, is there? No, I think I was going through a phase where I just didn't tell my wife about certain cars that I bought, and um, which was a dumb strategy because she never, I never got to use them. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I wish I. I think they're the prettiest of the nine elevens. Oh, nine nine threes. Absolutely, without but any hesitation. That's, and that's even me talking about long hood cars, seventies, you know, sixties and seventies. Nine nine threes. Nine nine. No, I don't mind nine six fours. You know, but I don't mind them either. No, I had nine 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 threes are just that. I I like the they're a bit more feminine in their shape. You know well, what I mean? Everything they're not works. as everything's together. They the the proportions are just right. The curves are just right. Um, yeah, perfect. They're, they're just perfection. too dear. What are, God knows what they are now. I I, um, um, I was living in London and I was working for an American bank. And I was in Frankfurt on work and they had the Frankfurt Motor Show. And that was the year they were launched. I think it was 94 or 95. Sure. And, I, and that's why that meant so much because they had these massive displays and everyone mm. was like, oh, I don't like it. It doesn't look like an 911. And, mm. and then like six months later, everyone's like, oh, look yeah. at that. That is what it's like. Whenever you see them on the road, it's a, like if you're a Porsche enthusiast. You don't, don't see them anymore, well, You see that white one, it's Park Street. Just about every the, day. The Targa one? The, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The number plate, 993. Three. What's the... I don't even know if it's a manual or a tippo. I've not looked at it. It's a tippo. It's owned by a lady. She bought it brand new. She wears gloves. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a stunning car. Uh, listen, I love them, but I wouldn't buy another one. Yeah, okay. Especially at current price. Oh. But um, they're just not that usable. 
Why is that? Because of the air? I think because of the heat. I ran one as a daily. Um, I had my AC... Modified. Modified. No, I didn't it didn't get it modified. I got it just working. Right. Oh, and then, then I sold it to Terry Healy. Right. And Terry had the guy in Melbourne, the Italian guy, who pulls all the bits out and puts Monday oh, this yeah. and and they and he reckons it's a fridge. Right. They uh, totally um, transforms the experience. They're really cold. Right. Just about every member of the Porsche family owns a nine nine three manual cab. As a regular driving car, but that is the car that the Porsche family members drive. Cabriolet, nine nine three manual. Yep, they are nuts from. They must not be able to sell them at the time when they got stuck with them. I reckon you might be. I was. I, I thought that originally, um, right? But you look at them when they come up. Manual cabs in nine nine three are extremely yeah, desirable. Yeah. For a while, cabs were cheap. Oh, they still are. Compared, They're still way cheaper than coupes, right? Coupes, yeah. way cheaper. Yeah. I like cabs. Maybe yeah. it's just a time of life thing. I, I, you know, you might be onto something there. I never used to like them, and I am growing much fonder of them. Not because of their affordability, just there's more appeal of the Cabriolet to me it's of late. Experience. Have you seen that E36 M3 cab I've got? No. I've got one of those 70 anniversary. Um, yeah, E36. We just spent the G Spec guys just went through it completely. Took me a while. Took us a while to get there, but sure. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. I drove a 991 911 oh, yeah. cab, which I think looked pretty good with their roof up as well. And, you know, that, that's, the, that's the, I reckon to me, that's the sign of a good vehicle design. If a cabriolet, right. whatever yeah. model, looks okay up, yeah. they've done a pretty good job, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, we look better in them with the roof up. Yeah, well, I do, especially with his head. Tinted windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see the booster seat. <laughs> yeah, have you had any Cabriolets on? Um, I've uh, had a, a W124 Cabriolet, a 320. Uh, yeah, nice one. Um, Should have sold that. No, <laughs> it was a fantastic car. Um, I've had sports cars, but the only cab, true Cabriolet was the Mercedes. Right. What colour was it? Uh, silver with a right. uh, blue interior. Wow. Sold yeah. it to a guy in Melbourne. Right. Abbey yeah, Boston Green. What's going on with all the Beamers lately, mate? I don't know. It's just you can't stop yourself? It's, new, it's a new vein of sickness. Um, I thought my daughter would like it, but she's like, no, nah, I don't want that car. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we just kind of drive it every now and then. It's, it's actually a really nice car. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit fruity, but, uh, you know, for a 50-year-old bloke to be driving around and it's green with... Um, Retired. With, with, with it, without your husband in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I wasn't sure where we could Retired go. Retired yeah. <laughs> A group of friends, we, we call it something, we call it the Bert. And, um, yeah, other convertibles, so I don't think... It's a bit, you got to go through your brain to remember... Um, had that forerunner, that Toyota forerunner with the roof came off. The, uh, no, the, <laughs> I'd say what really cracks me up about those cars that no one ever refers to them as is you know how Merck did those all those G wagons for all the um, the royals that what they call them, Landelays or Landelows or oh, something. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, wait, whenever I see the forerunners, I think that's a Toyota Landelay. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, my forerunner has gone to a massive collection in um, in Melbourne. Didn't you just finish? That car recently? No, it was a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. The, um, yeah, the guy who drives it, um, yeah, he's got like the Foster's Lamborghini and um, hmm. yeah, the, he's re- rebuilding it blue and um, 
he's a terrific bloke, but he, he's sending me photos of he's driving up the Hume Highway and it had comped out the other day. I go, mate, what are you doing driving a forerunner up the Hume Highway for three hours? You know, he's going, ah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, so it's a cool car. I mean, it's a very charming car. Uh, take the roof off. It's fantastic. Yeah, classic. Um, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of any other verts that we got. No, that's it. Oh, I've got a Bronco. I've got the V8 Bronco. The roof on that comes off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you need a high ab. Uh, it's a big car, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been out at that. What year is it? What year is a Bronco? 85, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. World's biggest bonnet. Yeah, we, we um, were, were having a holiday down in Albany because you can't leave the state. Uh, at the beginning of the year, and um, we're at the Dog Rock Hotel. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. like rooms, it was us, uh, a couple of other families, and my phone goes off, bing, it's like a oh, Bronco warning on Facebook. Yeah, 300 metres from you, I've gone, so I've run the guy. Oh, no, you wouldn't have been able to help yourself. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah. so it was a bikey, this bikey turns up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool, have you had a long, he goes, oh, about a week or two weeks, I'm going, okay. Uh, fantastic, brilliant guy to deal with. I'm still chat with him. Um, yeah, so we brought it up. Had a little bit. Had, didn't have much rust. Had a little bit of rust on. It's a manual it. or auto? Manual 350 on scariest car. It's got top loader. What's gearbox and thing? Uh, yeah, top loader. Couple yeah. of nine. It's probably got two nine inches, seven. One on the front, yeah. one on the back. Um, but it's been out at Harris's for um, probably six months. Was it uh, red and white? Uh, blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blue yeah. And white. And it, he redid the carpet. But it, I've got a. Picture of it. Sort of Heavy clutch in that bad boy. It's just frightening. It's just a frightening car because it's, it's got a fair <laughs> bit of power. And once it starts, right? It's just all over. There's the so under brake as well, those things. Oh, it's all over the road. No, um, but yeah, it's beautiful. It's. Um, it's How do you get an alert for Facebook? Oh, you can, you can, I'm not telling you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your wife would. Your wife would come here and chase us down if I taught you how to do no, this, Simon. Beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> And you know we have similar taste. <laughs> the um, a mate of mine uh, used to work at a, a um, dyno tuning business in Como called Pools Pools Automotive Tuning. And oh. It was underneath the Gold Service Station there, and uh, there was a Bronco in there, and they had it on the on the rolling road, you know. And, and he then he went for a drive in it afterwards, and he came back and he said, "Yep," he said it handles like I don't know. Picking up a bag of onions, <laughs> a sack of onions. <laughs> the um, my old man worked at Ford in that era, right? And yeah, yeah. and uh, both my parents did, right? And um, he used to always say you could always tell the how well a Bronco's looked after by the shape of the bonnet V, right? And I used to always wonder what is he talking about? His bonnet V. They got big flat bonnets, so you could have a you know it's the size of a nightclub. The bonnet on a Bronco, it's massive, right? And then one day I saw it in the sun angle, and it's because when people wash them, they can't reach to the middle up near the windscreen. Oh. So with a chamois, right? Oh yeah, nice one. With a chamois or with the with the um, the sponge, yeah, you can't reach the it. arm length so it ends up having a V <laughs> from the windscreen back towards yeah. the front of the car. Just because of the sheer size of it. Joe Simpson. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, got, I've got the number plates for it, XOJ084. Yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good one. Uh, at the number plate place. Well, I reckon that might be us tonight. I really appreciate your time tonight, guys, and um, it's been a lot of fun. If anyone's listening, please, still, if you are still listening, 
leave a review for us on iTunes. It's greatly appreciated by Simon and I. And, um, yeah, been good having a chat to Mark and his experience with his vast car purchasing his history. Illness. I, th- illness. I, I, I would suggest we might need to get you on to continue this conversation because <laughs> this it could one. be a long night. Yeah, that's right. It could be a part one like yeah. our review of the top 50 cars that you need to drive once in your life. It's like under therapy, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's confessional. Con- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really appreciate it. Thanks oh, very much tonight, guys. Forgive me, Mark, for I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Right, so what are the cars I shouldn't drive?